if there was the University of Puppy Kickers, I would root for them over Loyola. <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap this up. All right, here we are. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. My name is Zach Alvira. That's Eric. That's Eric. I can't do it. That's Eric Newman. For you, it would be that way. Oh, uh, I was going the wrong way. Yeah. That is Eric Newman. I I always get that wrong. You would think I would do better by now, but we'll figure it cause. out one day. We're only ninety eight episodes in. <laughs> only, it's a lost cause. I'm a lost cause. It's okay. I've kind of accepted that at this point. Um, we've got a good show ahead. Um, you know, like I said in the tweet, we have a special guest because he called dibs. Um, so. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, but uh, obviously, Eric, we have some updates with the Hamilton situation. Um, we have more football games tomorrow. We had scrimmages this week, and then next week we have big schools starting up. So that's all we're going to talk about. Plus, we got volleyball coming up. I think badminton played their first match today. Golf already started. Swimming next week. Whew, it's a busy time. You got to you make man? your way out to to Perry for the the badminton. Um, I know I need to. Lorena Johnson, one of the best coaches of any sport in Arizona. They've won what, like four or five titles in a row or something like that? It's it's crazy. They don't lose. They don't ever even get that close. No, they don't. Um, I'm currently drinking a Pedialyte because I just did a workout outside and I'm already, and as you can tell, I'm still dying. Um, And I'm doing a workout tomorrow at 6.30, so in the morning. So I need to hydrate. So I'm drinking Pedialyte. Now, here's my question. Because Eric and I were talking about this. Is Pedialyte a, like, baby drink? Or is it, like, an old person drink? Because So, I, I don't... we were having the discussion before, and I think that, honestly, it's an everyone drink. But if you had to stereotype it in some way, um, I always thought of it as an older drink. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I... I also I think just... that it was only within the last 10, 15 years you know, maybe 20 that people really started thinking about electrolytes and stuff like that. When I was like, when I was a little kid, I never heard anyone say, Oh, you need your electrolytes. Um, I just, the only, the only thing that makes me think, huh? I said, we drank hose water. Yeah, that worked. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. Um, The only thing that makes me think it's for little kids is because it says pediatrician recommended. Hmm. So that's, that's what makes fair. me. So if this makes me younger, I'll, I'm all for Should it. Should we bring in the youngest of our crew? Not yet. Not yet. Let's, no, let's let him. Let's wait. let him. Uh, let's let him sweat it out a little bit. Fair enough. Um, I've been holding this like this for a while. Let me just go ahead and put it down. Um, how how are you doing, man? It's been a week. It's been I a long week. Good. It's um, been a long week for me, anyway. Yeah, I feel you. You've had a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I've been. Uh, scrambling to get as much NAU football stuff out as possible. Yeah. Um, they, you know, obviously are in Tempe on Thursday. So a week from today, mm. um, I'll be there in Sun Devil Stadium. Went on Brad Sesmat's show earlier today. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We can check that out. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to, Sports 360 AZ, um, his his daily show. But I've been good. We uh, We took a loss earlier today on our soccer team. Um, but we're coming back different. You come back different. You come back yeah. out the mud. Yeah, 
Okay. We it's lost one zero. It's turnaround season or what, yeah. what what's the comeback season? It's comeback S Z N. S Z N fire emoji. With a gorilla. Uh, with a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of the gorilla though, can we talk about the Suns bringing back the 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 Sunburst purple jerseys? Is it called Sunburst? It's called Sunburst, right? I think so. I, I think dig them. I think okay. that you know they had some. The thing is that they had something really great going with the valley. Um, so I just hope that that doesn't go away. I so I think for this year it is from what I saw. Now I don't know if that's for sure, but if I were the Suns, get it back in blood. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get it, bring back, get it back in blood. The valley jerseys. No, honestly, if I were the Suns, I would completely rebrand re to the Valley jerseys 100% of the time. Bring out a white one, bring out a purple one, bring out an orange one, a black one, and then do the throwback um, uh, sunburst. Yeah, and even if it's not like all the time, I would just like to see it not be taken out of the rotation because people fell in love with that jersey. It's great. They, well, it, one, it was hard not to because it was just – it. the Valley has become – a staple for for Phoenix, yeah, in the, in the surrounding area, like like that has literally become an identity, especially because of their run to the champ or the NBA. Yeah, finals. of course, yeah, it so, was a great jersey, and it also coincided with some of the best fun that Suns fans have had. In and the court was fantastic. Yeah. The court was fantastic too. Yeah. Um, very quickly, let's let's talk about Yuan's Cess match show. So, not only one, you were very good. Very good with uh with you know talking NAU football. Um, what Coach Ball has been able to do up there has been fantastic. I agreed with you on that when and especially you know him trying to create a high school, an Arizona high school all star team. I think that's awesome. Um, but you tried to take a little dig at me, and I was a little disappointed. Yeah, it wasn't honestly great. not my and best it, effort. You know, just for the sake, instead of I I don't know if the software we're using it will play the audio through if I try to play it on the other tab. So just go ahead and tell everyone what you said. I'll drink my. I said something. Kid I said something along the lines of how you and I, in private, you always talk about how you hate being out of the spotlight and everything. Yet, you now have um, eight different jobs. I, I think I said fifteen. Uh, all these different shows. You're on the radio show every Saturday. You do this. Um, you're on um, Audibles all the time, and yet you're like, oh, I don't want to be in the spotlight. Yet you put yourself on screen. 18,000 times a year. Um, and you also teach a class. And I didn't say it in this way. I had to keep it a little bit shorter. Um, but it's true. No, you were a lot more brutal on yeah. the Sesmat show. Yeah. So I think I said, said that you were you had a hypocrisy or something like that. There it is. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Eric, listening to you, now you were very good. You brought out a lot of really good points. But here's my rebuttal to you. It would be one hell of a drinking game if you had to take a shot every time you said, um, yeah, that that's interview. not surprising. <laughs> okay. That's it. That wasn't even that bad. I, I look, it, it's funny too, because Brad said we fight on here all the time. And honestly, we kind of do sometimes. I'm not certain it's fighting. It's not but... fighting. We bicker. But the thing is outside of this, Eric and I truthfully, Eric is like my best friend. I consider him one of my best friends. So, don't ever take anything that we say here serious because we're not um, for the most part, kind of. Um, so 
anyway maybe we'll leave that up maybe it's a little bit serious and let the audience have some sort of maybe you know don't break the fourth wall too yeah. much anyway all right eric i think we've uh we've procrastinated enough yeah let's get to it let's go ahead and do this we are bringing on the newest signee to the full-time arizona varsity staff he is the stephen a smith of arizona high school football he is the one the only i called dibs first jacob saliga and welcome everybody by the way to the roast of jacob saliga on the take easy sports show jacob your haircut makes you look good. You don't look yeah, homeless I like it. anymore. You don't look homeless anymore. Distinguished. You look actually a little bit. Actually, you know, I said you look younger. You look older now. So maybe all those burner accounts will actually respect you. <laughs> I don't think that's the point of burner yeah, the, accounts. Yeah, the, yeah, the same, uh, the same three parents. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I hope they know. Yeah. Is this the? Are you are you debuting your haircut on our show? Yeah, ironically, wow. yes. I got a, okay. I got my haircut uh, like two, three o'clock today. I, okay. I had it planned for Thursday, no matter what. Yeah. So, no, like if we would have did it like yesterday, I still would have looked like the poofy mess, homeless. Okay, I have yeah. a question for you guys. <laughs> Maybe yes, it's hair. just the way my head is shaped, but I feel like I like my haircut the second day more than i like it straight out of the barber shop yes like yeah yeah really i don't even know if it looks that different but i think maybe i'm just more used to it or something like that like like even even me honestly like this is day i got this done on tuesday this is day three technically i actually like mine more right now than i did on tuesday when i got it done yeah i think I, this has grown back a little like slightly I know it sounds crazy in two days, but I think it's grown back slightly, so it looks a little bit better. I don't look bald right here anymore. That's the difference for me anyway. Yeah, I'm the same way, like, because this used to be what my normal haircut was, but, like, I don't know why. Just, you know, first year after high school, you know, just try something different kind of deal. I think that's what it was, why I grew it out for so long. But when I used to get my haircut all the time like this, I was the same way. Like, that second or third day was the day that you were like, okay, I really like it. Yeah. Now the only thing you need to do is like cut this down, and then you don't look like a caveman, like Chris. Uh, Chris. Uh, what? Chris Kamen from the Clippers. Remember him? Yeah, I, do I remember. remember. Chris yeah. Jacob, I have another question for you. Yeah. Have you gone crazy now that you're rich with all the Arizona varsity money? Hey, man, welcome. welcome like, are you? Uh, did you buy yourself a Lambo? Um, did you buy your mom a house? Um, you know, all the stuff that you hear. Um, are you just balling now? Hey, man. Got that guy stacking paper to the ceiling. What did Ernie That's Johnson right. say? I stacked paper to the ceiling right on 26-inch Carl. I love Ernie Johnson, man. He's yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah I mean, Jacob, Jacob, what'd you do with your first paycheck? Like, what, how would you uh, spend that? <laughs> Got a haircut. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, to be honest, finally, uh, <laughs> Arizona varsity money. I can get a haircut. <laughs> nah, finally, I could fill up a full tank of gas, man. Like that, that, that gas money, man. Wait, I need, I wait. need that. Wait, wait, wait. You can get a full tank of gas with your paycheck. How much is he getting paid? 
I'm so, telling you. So, hey. What percentage out. do you have? You might be a more hey. majority owner than I am now. Hey, shout out to uh, shout out to the uh, grocery store I work for. Uh, get that oh. discount at the gas station. Oh, that's get that okay. get that dollar get that dollar dollar ten off a gallon. That's yeah, that's that. not bad. Hey, right now, no, hey, I'll man. take that. Don't, like, yeah, be careful. I'll take that. Be careful, because first it was people wanted cheeseburgers from you. They were calling you Cheeseburger yeah. Jacob. Now no, it's it gonna be. Boy. I was custard boy. Custard boy. That's a, you know, I know why they were calling you that, but that's not a very nice name. I don't want to be custard boy. Like. There's not many foods that are more insulting than custard boy. You know, like, you know, Zach, we've talked about it on this show before. Nugget wasn't a great name. Oh, that was awful. Custard boy is not great either. Yeah, I look, like, I feel, what, what I feel foods better. Are more insulting than that. I feel better about nuggets because, like, at least chicken nuggets, like, you can eat those anytime. Like, custard, I feel like you have to have a taste for it. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's funny. Ever since I stopped working there, I don't think I've gone. I think I've gone there one time since I left there. Oh, that was just the guys. The the real star of the show is in the chat, Cody Cameron. Hello, Cody. We would we would have had you on, Cody, but Jacob called dibs, so we're fully. Expecting we gotta we gotta get to it first, Cody. No, nah, our ratings are gonna take a dip this week, so it's okay. You know, hey, I I hey. actually have an admission. I don't. I must have done it a different time or on accident or something. But I didn't see Cody's tweets for a while. And someone said something. Hey, Cody, you tweeted this. And I looked and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that. And apparently I had Cody muted for several weeks on Twitter. I didn't even realize. <laughs> so, Cody, do you hear I see this? your stuff now, Cody. Cody, do you hear this? That you are, you are muted. Wow. I mean, if you saw my mutes, there are more people than uh, people would be mad at uh, at who I've muted. There are people that we care about that are muted on my Twitter because I can't stand seeing their stuff. I, no, you're I not have, muted, Jacob. I have a, I have a confession. I have a yet. confession to make. There are people that we are close with that I do have muted on Twitter. I don't block people. I can't block people, but I do have people muted on Twitter. I don't block anyone because no one ever messes with me. I'm not important enough like you, Zach, to mess with or you, Jacob, no, to, to troll for whatever reason. You've got these weird parents yeah, the, that make burner troll. accounts I'm to make fun of you. Which is funny because it's like you're, you're 50 trying to troll me at 19. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's that's weird. Everything about that is Priorities. Weird. You don't know that they're fifty. Those are probably like kids your age. They're okay, probably like they're, it's probably like your brother. Yeah, like you know, like it's funny. Like it's probably your mom. It's probably your Ralph mom. Making knows a who it is too. Your mom probably no, made a burner. Funny, let's, let's, let's let's go mess with him. No, what's funny is like Eric's got a point. There, some of them probably are kids are my age only because some of the things that they were saying. I'm like, there is no parent of a high school student unless they're really really close with their kid. That is using some of the phrases that they were using. Yeah, like, like they're talking yeah, like they were in the classroom. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely kids. Um, I think the funniest one was the Chris McDonald burner. That was funny. <laughs> Don't encourage that was, that people, one. Zach. No, you're right. I'm sorry. It was horrible. <laughs> it <laughs> was funny that. though. It was pretty funny. It, it was just funny. Popped, but my, it, my, it's funny. It's funny because it popped up, and I was like, "What is Coach McDonald?" 
Oh, I was like confused. And then and then he replied to me after I said something tagging him and I literally had to go double check that it was the right one. <laughs> so, That's the problem with non-verified, right? Like that anybody can take the same picture, look whatever. Right. It's relatively easy to make a an I account know. that copies somebody. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. My burger still uh, hasn't been discovered yet. Yeah, neither is mine. I have one too. I just made it the other day, actually. I don't have enough email addresses um, to, like, you know, uh, if you make a new account, you have to confirm it. So I would have to make a whole new email yeah. just to do that. Seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. So, Jacob, do you have a burner account? I mean, who knows? I'm sure. I'm sure. Now that I said that, Ralph is gonna like find that in like three seconds. <laughs> Like, yeah. What do you tweet Ralph about is, on your burner Ralph, account? Uh, you know, I talk about food. Talk about food. Yeah, mine, is, mine is just constant NBA goat debates my, all the time. My, <laughs> mine, mine is, mine is just literally talking about coleslaw. Yeah, my Cole favorite. Sloan. My Cole favorite Sloan is really. like. My favorite is like when Adam Schefter will tweet something like, "Oh, the." you know, the Broncos are exploring options for a new owner or whatever. And then you look at the replies and it's literally like, so how does this affect LeBron's legacy? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so or, or the ones that are like L plus ratio underlying yeah. some terrible things. Okay, but you want to know what the best ones are? Um, when, when Schefter will tweet something or Rappaport will tweet something about like, um, some so and so has left the team or is leaving Denver for blah blah blah, and then in the replies you see <laughs> breaking from Adam Schefter, my wife left me. <laughs> I've never seen that before. You haven't? No. I've seen that, dude. I mean, oh, I, they I are so it doesn't funny. surprise me. I just don't. I don't. I try not to look at the comments on a lot of those things because some most of ninety five percent of the stuff, if not more, is just so dumb. Like yeah. it's not worth looking at. Um, it's like distorted pictures of NBA players. L, um, you got beat by the Lakers. Jordan is the goat. Um, Tim Duncan could never win a ring in the 1960s. <laughs> Bill Russell wouldn't play well in today's NBA, and just like all these inane things that nobody <laughs> can actually like prove. All of all of LeBron's and Mickey Mouse rings. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> dumb. Like, wait, here's no, the I, make my, I make a living talking about sports. I write about sports every day, and I can't stand most people that read and write about here, sports. Here, Eric. Here's here. So, Adam Schefter. This is from 2017. Uh-oh. Uh, Punks Satani Phil sees Punk's his shadow. Phil. Yes, sees his shadow. Predicts six more weeks of winter. The reply, I'll sadly never see my wife's shadow again. She left me and took our online coin collection business with her. What? <laughs> you know what the biggest crazy thing about that is that you don't know what Punxsutawney Phil is. No, I know who it is. I can't say it. Oh, fair enough. Uh, here's one. My wife decided not to exercise her 2017 option on our marriage when she left me in December for an Uber driver named Daryl. Was it the same Daryl that congratulated me on a thousand Twitter followers? No, my wife so. signed. My wife signed with another man when she left me. Here's from Schefter. First shocking preseason cut. 
Buffalo Bills planning to release running back Carlos Williams per league source. That's from 2016. Not shocking. However, my wife, she left me again. Thought we could make it work this time. <laughs> These people are weird. It's just how do you have enough time in your day to These do people are this? really weird. It's so funny. No, I genuinely feel like there are people who like get bots to like automatically oh, yeah. anytime a tweet goes out, man. It's Easily. weird. It is, yeah. It's really weird. It's like it's weird none that of them people... ever have their actual photo in there. It's like a, a photo of the stat muse version of their favorite player. It's right. like you know an uh, an animated picture of Steph right. Curry or yeah. whatever, yeah. or like Demar Derozan wearing a backwards hat <laughs> in a cartoon or something with a chain <laughs> on or whatever. Just like these ultra bizarre things and. It's like, who are you? You don't even have a personality. Your whole entire being is whether you think the Bulls should have won in 98 or that, you know, if if Jordan pushed off on Brian, um, whatever his name was, I forgot. Russell. Russell. Brian Russell. Brian yeah. Russell. Also, that's it, – it's silly. People are weird. It's <laughs> like like this, this one. Um this is replying to Sham's tweet, Sham's tweet earlier. Is it Shams? Yeah, Shams. Um, yeah. I can't, it's Shams or Shams, whatever. Um, about uh, Chet Holmgren being out for the season. <laughs> it's like, LOL, dude tried to guard LeBron one time and immediately went out for the season. Yikes, that body will not hold up to NBA bigs. Wow. Like, it's, it's things like that. Like, um, and like I said, my favorite is when um they mentioned like lebron james and it's just like uh i don't know like <laughs> like the mickey mouse lebron or lebum or lechoke or it's just like it's so bizarre man yeah should we get it's to just... like high school sports or yeah we should think sorry people after 22 minutes are tired of us hearing about how weird twitter is yeah we got we gotta get we gotta get to uh the roast of jacob saliga are we doing that? Yeah, why not? Because that's not. I'm here. Nice. I'm here. No, I'm just kidding. We're not. We're not doing that. Um, Jacob, first, let me just set the stage. Hamilton, according to Doherty's lawyer, he is on administ- paid administrative leave. Hamilton will not tell me anything. CUSD will not tell me anything. Uh, though a letter was sent out saying Parker Bear, the D line coach, um, is taking over defensive coordinator duties. So that's really the only update we have right now. Hamilton's appeal goes to the AIA on Tuesday. Um, I I know what time that they're going to be an executive session for that. I'm not allowed to say quite yet. Um, it will come out tomorrow anyway. So it's not like it's and plus, let's be honest, it's not really that groundbreaking. Like everyone knows it's going to be on Tuesday. So whatever um, the, the details of the exact new information that Hamilton is bringing to the appeal probably will never be released. Maybe. Um, Especially if it has to do with any personal records for employees of the school. So we'll never see that, but you could send in a FOIA and you could get the information in five years once you've moved on to a different job. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Maybe I'll do that. So nonetheless, I want to hear from you too. Um, Eric, we're going to start with you. Um, Thoughts uh, on Hamilton seemingly you know taking a step that i guess they believe might help get their players 
And we said it last week. I thought the AIA was sending a message saying, you know, and again, this is what I think the AIA meant by this is, look, he can't be there. So what do you think about the situation now heading into Tuesday with Hamilton now that this has apparently been done? I think that it's showing you you could call it good faith um, mm-hmm. with the AIA and showing, hey, we, you know, we're listening to this. We understand what you guys are trying to say. The thing that I actually took from it that's kind of standing out is uh, I was reading your story and I was reading Richard Obert's story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think you pronounce it fine frock. Is that a pronounced? I think it's I think it's uh Finnefrock or Finnerock, one of the two. Okay, that lawyer, um, yeah, Rocky, just call him Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. The some of the the statements that put out recently are just seem weird to me, right? Like mm-hmm. they, it, it doesn't seem to. It, it was at first, hey, this is vague. We're not recruiting. My client hasn't recruited anybody, and it's moved recently to like you know he's blaming Hamilton. Um, or saying that Hamilton is um, not uh, not acting in good faith with uh, Doherty, and it just seems like the message has been skewed a little bit. Like, yeah, and yeah. you know, just to just to kind of go off of that. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you know, oh, coming good. from the statement I received from him, the same one that Richard Over had in his story last week about you know taking this really almost powerful stance of like you said we didn't do anything wrong we're going to prove that we're going to do this and to me and you know obviously this is just me speculating of course but it almost seemed like his statement sounded like it was like almost a, a, a defeat in some ways like he was almost admitting defeat by it so i'm just curious you know and i and i asked him you know hey like what what what's the next steps and he didn't really specify so i'm gonna i'll probably reach out to him again but um you know i it almost sounded like he was they were like kind of waving the white flag which is kind of strange it's no longer the statements no longer are fighting against the recruiting violations it's more you know it's more defensive the 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 defensive of the Mm -hmm. Um, the, the punishment and that they're not acting in good faith. And it's just weird to me. And the the statement that really stood out to me was something along the lines of um, the, uh, how, how are they going to make the playoffs without With Doherty? Yeah. And I don't know, but I don't think that's the lawyer's place necessarily. I know no. he's a father on the team, but I don't think that's really pertinent to, um, to have, high school football takes in a legal quote. And yes, it's fine yeah. for him to say that he can have his opinion and everything. It's just Absolutely. not in the same subject almost. Exactly. And that, and that's kind of the thing I thought too. It, it, the tone changed in, in my eyes yeah. with, the, with the two statements with comparing that and the letter that he sent to David Hines, which I do have. And I saw and re- just reading the tone that was taken there. I mean, it was very, very aggressive. It was very in your face. It was very like almost hey, we're coming after you type of tone. And now all of a sudden it's a, you know, oh, almost like I said, it's almost like a defeating kind of tone that I get from it. Now, maybe I'm wrong and something's going to come out next week or the week after whatever, Um, you know, so be it. But um, Jacob, I'm sorry, we've we've taken too long, too much time away from you. What, what, What are your thoughts immediately when you saw that? Um. 
you you do bring up a good point about the tone changing. I think the statement that stood out to me though was uh, Rocky the lawyer claiming that Dotery was this sacrificial lamb for the AIA so Hamilton could have their season. And I and I kind of was a little peeved by it, only because I feel like that's not necessarily a bad way to approach it, but I feel like it's a very selfish way to approach it because I don't look at him as a sacrificial lamb losing his season, you know, if he does not get to coach this season. I look at it as you were the one who made the mistake. You were the one who put themselves into this situation. You're not being a sacrificial lamb. You're serving the punishment that should be directed at you. And, you know, after you put the story out last night, you know, I quote tweeted, I'm like, could this potentially be too little too late? And that's my concern because, you know, you do bring up a good point. I think the AIA did send a message when they made this decision. Like, look, we don't think he should be coaching on this team this season. You know, if they come back and they're saying, look, administrative leave, you know, for the rest of the, you know, season, he doesn't coach and they let them have their postseason, I'm happy for the kids because they do get to play, which at the end of the day, you know, you know this, Eric, know this. I've been very, you know, firm in my belief that Dotery needs to pay the uh, price for the – or pay the punishment for what he did. But I don't want to see these kids, you know, get hurt by it. And if it does so happen to be that this is enough for the AI to come back and be like, look – We'll give you your postseason back, but we're going to put you on. What is this step for probation advisement? Uh, I think it's advisement then warning. Advisement is like the ultimate slap on the wrist. Warning is if you do anything else, then you can get placed on probation again. Gotcha. So I think that I may, you know, this is enough. Be like, look, this is a warning. If you get caught again, your program is there is no coming back no matter what. Um, so I hope that that's the case for the kids' sake. But this is this is going to get ugly. The hearing how Rocky the lawyer is talking and the stance he's taking, this could be a very long year for Hamilton, which is sad for the kids potentially. Yeah, and you know, and that's the thing. We just want to reiterate that again. Um, I think all three of us, I think everyone with Arizona Varsity, I'm sure. I mean, really, just everyone that's in the media that's been talking about this, like we really feel for the kids. I mean, we want them to get a chance. This Hamilton team could be special, um, especially with that defense. And look, as much as people are going to hate to hear me say it, Doherty was a big part in, in in building that defense. Now, the thing that I kind of didn't agree with was, again, the winning without the number one defensive coordinator thing. Now, he didn't say that to me, which is why I didn't have that quote in my story. Um, he did say that to Richard, though, um, and I think it spoke volume. Um, and, you know, again, Rocky, like you mentioned, Rocky has a son on the team. Uh, I believe his son plays defense. Like, I don't think he meant it in a way to take a shot at Parker Barrett because Parker's been a very good coach for a long time. No, uh, it, it wasn't a shot at Parker. Yeah. So but here's the thing. I'm telling you right now. That Hamilton team, if those kids, those seniors get a chance, we might see them play at a whole new level. A whole new level. Um, and, yeah. I, you know, and, and again, for the sake of the kids, 
I hope they get a chance. Now, Jacob, to your point, is it too late? Should this have been done last Tuesday, last Monday, when the vote came down? Should this have been done? It should should it have taken this long for this step to be taken? And you know, and just for for the record, I did get an email from a parent who I am gonna obviously remain anonymous. I'm not gonna say their name, but their exact words were the district. Actually, I want to I want to get it right. Uh, it was something on the lines of the district. Um, oh, the parents put the pressure on, and uh, they listened to the parents. That those were the exact words from that parent. Um, so it sounds like the parents, and I do know the parents were going to release a letter. Um, I was expecting to actually get the letter, and I was going to share it. Um, I never got the letter. I'm assuming the district did, and Hamilton's administration did. And I'm assuming whatever was in that letter made a difference for the for CUSD and Hamilton administration to take this next step. Um, the thing is, you know, was this step needed? Yeah, I, I mean, to to help them get the playoffs that, you know, yeah. Um, but I think I saw a lot of people saying like, oh, well, he should be fired altogether. But like this, something like this that happens with the football program should not affect a man's or a person's ability to live. Like him getting fired as a teacher, I think would be really stupid um, personally. Now, I know he only teaches a couple government classes um, or, or history or something like that. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, it doesn't matter. That's not, it doesn't not matter. That's stuff. a, yeah. yeah that's and, and two completely different things. Exactly. And like, I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like some people were trying to like mix it all together. And like, this wasn't the hazing situation where police were involved. This was simply a direct message, you know, hinting at a kid coming to Hamilton to play football. It was not anything beyond that. Was it bad? Obviously. Was it a violation? Obviously. That's why Hamilton is in this situation. But for some people to be wishing that he'd get fired altogether and lose his job, like teaching job over it, I think that's a little far-fetched. I have a I have a thought about this that we haven't discussed much. Um, we mentioned it a little bit last week, but the fact that he's kind of battling now against Hamilton and the district and the you know the parents and everyone involved there. Even if he does get his job back, isn't this going to cause a barrier with the kids on the team? If I'm a player on that team and you see um, that that the coach that, in essence, the decisions about him are keeping you out of the playoffs right now, yeah. uh, and it could change, we don't know. If he's fighting against your school and everything, wouldn't it be hard to – you know, play a hundred percent for that guy. Isn't there something in the back of your head saying, you know, this is weird. This situation's strange. I don't know if I can trust this guy in the same way. Jacob, I'll let you go first. I I mean, obviously I don't speak for those kids. Of course. But if you, if you, uh, if you remember that space that happened that right after uh, the decision came down, those kids, you know, like Trace Bybee, Chandler Davis, and others, spoke very highly of Dollary. They, you know, they're like, Coach owned up to making a mistake. He acknowledged it. He's a good guy. He does a lot. But 
I genuinely have to wonder if that tone or that mindset that they have for him has changed since then, considering he's sort of putting his own foot down in a selfish kind of way of trying to be like, look, like I did nothing wrong. You know, this is me. And, you know, having Rocky and then send that letter to David Hines and everything. It's sort of one of those things where, you know, if Rocky in that statement saying he's a sacrificial lamb, as a sacrificial lamb, you should just bite the bullet then. And just, if you really care about those kids as much as you say you do and not coach when they are telling you to go on, when they're placing you on administrative leave to save those kids that you have coached up and built up this whole time. And he has here, every right but, in the world to, to seek legal counsel and to, to fight this. And I'm not saying he shouldn't, but I just would have the thought in the back of my mind if I'm on that staff, like, you know, he's fighting against our own program a little bit. I think... I think a lot of the staffers at Hamilton, I think, I don't want to say they were divided, but I think they were all kind of on edge with the situation. Of course. How could now, they not be? Now, here's the thing. Um, Jacob, you brought a good point about Seth being a sacrificial lamb. We don't know if Doherty actually gave himself up. We don't know that. Do you think someone representing representing him would admit that? No. Like I said, the tone sounded like a defeating tone chandler unified school district is not saying a word right now hamilton not saying a word right now how do we know doherty didn't give himself up no, we don't you have to keep you have to keep all of the and i know a lot of people are probably going to think that like you know oh well you're trying to defend him like i'm really not but i'm also being extremely transparent and also not leaning to one or the other side I'm on the side of the I'm on the side of the players, and that's it. That's all I care about. I want them to get a chance. Um, but how do we know that Doherty didn't just say, "Okay, you know what? Take me out for the season." And if he did, honestly, should it have been done earlier. Yeah, maybe should it have been done before all this other stuff happened, like with the statement or with the the letter to. Yeah, of course. But if he did do that, honestly, that. You know, I mean, look, that that's a good thing in my eyes that he that he did that finally. Um, now, granted, I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if it was Hamilton making the decision, Chandler District, or obviously Tim making the decision himself. Um, but going back to your question, Eric, um, you guys know this. You guys played sports. There is a special, special bond that high school players have with their coaching staff. Of course. A very those a lot of times in the fall, they see them more than their own parents. There's a look for me. I, to this day, love the coaching staff that I had at Highland. Whenever I go see Pete Walheim at Seton Catholic, it's like, I saw him just the other day, or we've been talking for years and years and years. Like it is all love between him and I still, uh, I'm sure it's like that with a lot of the players. Um, there's a special bond that they have. And I think that's why like the, look, these kids, and like it goes back to what I said, like it or not, Tim Doherty is one of the best defensive coordinators in the state. Hundred percent. He did build this Hamilton defense. He really did. He helped those players develop into who they are today. Now, obviously, they had outside factors too, but in terms of the scheming and everything, they're all in the perfect position that fits their skill set. You cannot deny that 
at all. You really can't. There's a certain level of love that players have for the coaches. And I think that's yeah. why are they a little mad or upset? Maybe obviously, but I wouldn't go as far as to say that they like would hate him. Or no, I don't, I don't think they would. Yeah. And I will, I'm not suggesting they would. I just think that even if it's, you know, they talk about how everything has to be a hundred percent. Could there not be a 1% thing in the back of their mind where they're like, this, uh, this guy, hundred percent. There could be, there could be absolutely. I will never disagree with you on that. Um, I'm just saying that they may never come out and say that. Yeah. And they're going to so listen to their know. coach. If they want to play, they want to, they're going to yeah. listen to the coach. It's a respect thing. They have a respect. I also for their have coach. another question for you that we haven't mm-hmm. discussed here. Yep. For both of you guys. Hamilton, obviously it's big news. Yes. Because it's it's something that we haven't seen in a long time, maybe ever. Um, some of the the people at play here. Do we think that this is getting more coverage because of the school that it is and the reputation Hamilton has as a football team? Yes. If this were, I'm going to pick a random team, and I'm not suggesting this team did anything. Let's say Thunderbird High School. If Thunderbird High School we're getting this sort of the same scandal happens, the same people, everything. Do we cover it as much? Cause Thunderbird's not an open contender every year because they're, you know, not Hamilton high school. one of the most storied uh, high school football and athletic programs in the entire state. If it's just any other team like that, do we care as much? So here's the thing I want to, I want to just address this really quickly first. You have to think about where the school is. It's not yes. just the, the history of the program. It's where the school is. You have Richard, who's going to cover it no matter where it is. You have, obviously, me. It's, the, it's in the East Valley. You're not going yeah. to do it because that's not your job. Exactly. You have basically all of Arizona Varsity because it's Seatown Rivals, the podcast that they do. All of them are going to talk about it. AIA, the AIA AZ Preps radio show, which then includes me. So I technically I would be talking about it. Um, that's why. But not only that, but I think aside from Hamilton being Hamilton, the location, like I said, the East Valley is a football power. I think if this happens at any school in the East Valley, it's bigger than if it happens in Central Phoenix. Like if Arizona College Prep, sorry, Blueford, I know you're not doing anything. If Arizona College Prep got popped for the same thing, I think it would still be pretty big. Honestly, do you think that the the reaction from the non media people would be as big? Would no. people be no. because I don't think no, so. I think that close. it's it's a confluence of a bunch of different things. Not even close because ha- I would very I would be willing to bet eighty five percent of those comments that that everyone is getting myself, Richard, Eric Sorensen, Brad Sessma, all of us are getting on these stories and everything that we post. Kevin McCabe. I'd be willing to bet 85% of those people genuinely are loving seeing the potential downfall of Hamilton and an East Valley power program. That's why I said if it was maybe not so much Arizona College Prep in that aspect of things, but just seeing the the potential demolish or demise of an East Valley football power, that's what people love. Let's, what people think, are sick Dick? of the East Valley. People are really sick of the East Valley when it comes to football. I'm, I'm telling you. 
What do you think? I know Jacob? you are, Jacob. Jacob so badly wants Liberty oh. to win this year. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Sorry, it glitched out for a second. What were you saying? What do you think about the question I asked before about if it being, you know, another school and make it something else, a different school, Central Phoenix and the West Valley, make it Prescott, make it something else like that? I mean, I think there is some validity to that statement only because, look, my my mother could care less about high school football. She could care less about high school sports in general, if I'm being honest. My mother has asked me about it. My mother knows what's going on about it because it's on the news, because it's all over the place. And, you know, that's I think that's the big thing here is that I don't think that it's just because of the fact that it's Hamilton. I think it's the fact that Hamilton, whether you go to school in, you know, North Peoria, like where I'm at, or whether, you know, you're in Buckeye, whether you're in Central Phoenix, you know the name Hamilton. You know about, you know, especially if you play a sport, if you have a kid that plays a sport, you know about Hamilton. The people I where think, I am know about Chandler and Hamilton. Exactly. And I think that I do think there is some belief to that statement because let's say, you know, this happens, you know, this doesn't, I'm not saying this happens at Ironwood or anything, but let's say it happens at Ironwood or, you know, a shadow ridge out there in, you know, far west surprise. You know, I think Richard would cover it. I think Richard Smith would cover it. I mean, Zach, you know, you have to talk about it on the radio show. I, you know, I would be involved with it. But I think, like you said, like Zach said, the parent reaction would kind of be, oh, well, you know, kind of like not necessarily silent, but definitely brought down a lot. Like, And I do have to agree with Zach in the sense where, if it's an East Valley power, the rest of the Valley and a lot of other people want to see that, you know, that big name, that big brand, that big school get brought down. This was to happen at Chandler or Basha. I'm not saying, you know, this situation happens at any of those schools or Saguaro, you know, schools in Peoria, Glendale, Central Phoenix, um, Goodyear, they would be foaming at the mouth to, you know, just jump on social media to attack these, you know, schools about it. So, yeah, I think because Hamilton is Hamilton, there definitely is a bigger coverage about it. Like, is part of it the fact that you're taking away a playoffs in which they could potentially win a championship? They could make a deep run. And that's always going to play a role. I mean, honestly, it's Thunderbird Thunderbird might be on the fence. They might make I'll, the playoffs. They might not. I'll but be completely would, honest. Would you be taking I would, the same thing away from them? Like, I would be willing to bet that if this situation happened with Thunderbird versus Hamilton, we would not see ABC 15. We would not see Fox 10. We would not see – I can't really say the other stations because Cam and Mark and all them and Nick yeah. do a really good job. And they um, might cover it. I just don't think it would be the same capacity. It would not. Yeah. Uh, we would not see any of the the news stations that we see. I know Ralph brought this up, and I'm not going to go as deep into it as he did. Um, but we would not see those news stations covering it. I don't think so, anyway. Maybe, maybe briefly, but like, but the thing is, is it also comes down to just the record, you know, just how recognizable the Hamilton name is. You know, I've got a buddy. The first time I met him, I told him what I did for a living. He goes, "Oh, so you cover like, like Chandler and like Hamilton, and, like Sawara, like those are, like the best teams out here, right?" He's from Ohio. He had nothing. He knew nothing about Arizona high school football. Never even watched anything, but he knows those three schools. 
And it's the same thing like what you said, Eric. You're like, or I'm sorry, Jacob. Your mom. My parents have been asking me about it. Um, I have a buddy who literally, he's a pilot for Delta. Home very rarely. The last time I saw him, he comes up to me, goes, "Hey, what's going on with that Hamilton thing?" I'm like, "What? What do you even care?" He goes, "Oh, I just saw it on the news." That's that's the difference. Because it's Hamilton, because it's nationally, uh, let's be honest, Hamilton's a nationally recognizable name, especially after last year, what they did with Gorman. Yeah. That could also play a role, too. So, yeah. I don't think there's anything, The there's no lesson here. No. I just think it's an interesting thing to think about. I think it is, too. Because yeah. it's Hamilton that yeah. it's getting this much coverage. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I, that's something that I actually talked about with, uh, I either talked about with Chili or Cody, one of the two. Um, but it, that it, that's true. It, it wouldn't be, we would not be seeing the comments that we see on social media about the situation if it was any other school outside of the East Valley. And I mean, and I really hate to bring this up because it was a warning and quite honestly, it really wasn't quite to the same extent, but let's say desert edge was given a probation last year. Would it be, it would it have been as big. Yes. And no, yes, yes. And no. Yeah. Okay. It could have been, it, it would have been very big. Okay. I don't know if it would have been the same amount, though. You want to know why yeah. I think it would have been almost the same? Because they were because, in the Open the year before. And because, let's be honest, Mark and Marcus are two of the most active coaches on social media. Yeah. I think that plays a role, too. They Hamilton are. Coaches, they are no Hamilton coaches are active. They're active on social media. And that's a good thing a lot of the it time. It is. Yes, I like it. It, it, makes them, it makes, makes them very front-facing. Yes. Yeah. And obviously, Desert Edge, if you're watching this, I didn't mean anything by that. I'm just saying, like, as an example. Um, but, I mean, Desert Edge is also a power in the West Valley. Like, Yeah, like, I, I mean, no. if this happened at, I would say, on the West Side, if this happened at Centennial, Liberty, Desert Edge, I oh, would it's say, huge. It's huge. oh, yeah, it's a big deal. I think, yeah. I think it's sort of a tier system. I think there's a layer to mm. it. And that's, and, you know... Take it for what it's worth. I do feel like it's kind of, you know, not necessarily messed up, but it is, you know, crappy in the sense where, you know, we do have to talk about the fact that, you know, you know, those news stations and everything wouldn't care as much if it's west of 48th Street kind of deal. Like, that's just the yeah. that's just the way it is. And And here's the other thing, too. We have to think of the sport that it's in. Football rules in this state, let's be honest. But beyond that, Metaphorically speaking, if Perry basketball got hit or Hamilton baseball got hit, those two would also be just as big of stories versus, I don't know, mesquite basketball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's different when you have that national recognition on your program. Yeah. Um, we're not even talking about Queen Creek's probation. Now, granted, totally different circumstance, but. Queen Creek's appeal is on Tuesday also. Admittedly, I haven't even said anything about it. Queen Creek might have been the best baseball team in Arizona last year. I they I mean they beat Hamilton. They, they, they beat Hamilton straight up. Six I, think, I think they were. I think they were the best. Team was the difference. I mean, yeah, I mean they they were rolling through the postseason. They were making noise and then they, they got shot hot at the right time. 
Yeah, didn't they shut out Hamilton in that game that they had the forfeit? I can't remember. It might have been. I, I don't remember. remember. If they, they shut won. out or get, here's the thing, if they shut out or give up one run to the amount of talent on that Hamilton team last season, That's you're a pretty dang good baseball team. So yeah. they they very much could have been last year, but no, obviously, what happened happened, and yeah. we'll see what happens on Tuesday. I mean, it's, it's an interesting situation. I can tell you right now that I will be there, so I will. Um, tweet out updates i'll try to write a story really quick i do have to book it from the aa offices to asu to go teach a class um maybe i'll just bring the whole class with me on a field trip i don't know we'll see um (laughs) but uh that actually would not be a terrible idea like hey if you're going to be in journalism in sports journalism you're gonna go to meetings and you're gonna you know know what's actually really funny about that is our lesson tuesday is on covering press conferences they should go. <laughs> make that make or that extra credit. Could record some of the stuff and make them like write a mock story about it. I could do that. Now the problem is, I think a lot of it's going to be executive session, so I may not be able to. You're going to sit around a lot. Well, the thing is, if if the vote doesn't happen by like eleven, I'm out. I got to go, or ten thirty. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, I think we're going to try. Well, for, really quickly, Jacob, go over. Did you go to any scrimmages last night? Uh, no, but I was following along with one of them. Uh, okay. Getting updates from people. Uh, Cactus Mountain Ridge. Is, yeah, Cactus yeah, Mountain Ridge, I was going to say that. Uh, no, I mean, I'm I, look, break it down simple as this. I'm, I'm just excited that football is back. You know, yep. We had scrimmages last night and tonight. You have two A one A two A three A playing tomorrow night. Look, look, Zach. You know you and me we're football junkies. Eric, you love football too. Like, this is just arguably the best time of year. So, I'm excited. It's the busiest starting, time of year. Starting tomorrow, I'm not gonna have a free Friday or Saturday off for several months. Yeah. So let's let's do that before we uh, before we have you jump off here, Jacob. Uh, game you're going to tomorrow? Uh, I'm thinking I'm gonna do Glendale Prep hosting i can't can never get it right is it arte or arte 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 prep Uh, i think i'm gonna head over to glendale prep they have a very weird field so that's uh that's gonna be nice to see it's new it's literally it's literally slanted down like in like into a dip it's very weird yeah i went there a couple years ago when they first opened it up um it's it's an interesting one but to be fair, Glendale Prep is one of the few schools that size that has a full field that they can use on their own school. True. Exactly. Eric, where are you going? To, I've got games, scrimmages um, tomorrow nice. and Saturday. Tomorrow, Coconino is playing Snowflake in a scrimmage um, at Coconino High School. And then Saturday morning, Flag High is taking on Lake Havasu. Um, and then we're going to have some coverage We've got an intern, Zach Bradshaw, um, a freelancer for me this summer, is going to be out at Camp Verde against uh, Arizona Lutheran in a in at Camelback. Um, they're playing at Camelback High, so we'll have hmm. coverage of that. Nice. Um, I am going to Valley Christian and ALA West Foothills. Look at um, you. Honestly, it's just one of the few games that are actually like in town for me still. Um, a lot of the teams I cover are like way in Glendale, and I say in town by like, you know, my side of town. Uh, like Arate's way in Glendale. It's a trek. 
Um, I know some teams are still up north, things like that. So uh, Valley Christian is my destination. ALA West Foothills, if you are watching any of this, please, please, please send me a roster. And that's a good PSA to everybody. Don't blame coaches for rosters this year. It's Huddle and Max Preps having some sort of weird merger that makes no sense whatsoever. The way to um, do it is get a roster from the coach. Exactly. Usually they have it on a piece of paper before they start. Yeah, and I, and I heard from a coach. I don't know. I heard from Rich Welbrock. And he said that basically it's turning into one of those situations where the athlete has to give their email address and then they start getting spam stuff. So it's just not good for high school athletes. Um, so, so yeah. Um, so if you're any media that are watching, ask coaches for rosters, um, just figure out what game you're going to go to maybe a little bit more ahead of time this year and send emails, send text messages, whatever you got to do. I already have Valley Christian shout out to Brian Winfrey over there. Um, just wait on ALA West Foothills. So hopefully I can get that tomorrow. Which, by the way, I just got it made today. When you see this, you know it's football season. My patented stat book. I had to get 50 pages because I already, because just in the first two weeks alone, I'm covering like, no, three weeks. So this week, next week, week after that, I'm covering eight games. So I'm going to need a lot of pages this year. Jacob, I need you to answer something for me. Six games. Sorry. You're a neutral party in this. Zach often covers ASU. I think he might be there. Are you going to be there Thursday or are you not? I don't think so. When they play you know, I mean, how much can the tickets really be? I don't know. Jacob, you want to go to the ASU game Thursday? I'm uh I'm in Illinois. I'll be in Illinois by then. So I I covered any no chuck box for you then. I can't make these. I can't make these predictions. Zach covers ASU all the time. <laughs> Who's winning in the battle of two Arizona teams on Thursday? This might be the first time we get it out before or the last time until that game happens. What do you think, Jacob? Um, so the people who pay me, ASU alums, ASU fans, uh, um, real talk. I don't trust Emory Jones enough for ASU to be successful with that offense. Give me NAU winning the state, clenching it. They got the state. Give me NAU. I'm thinking Hendricks Johnson and Kevin Daniels are going to have revenge games like they had against U of A last season. Give me the Lumberjacks. I like that pick because because of all the Arizona kids. Yeah, if I don't get paid for this month, you know why? Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, yeah, like. Do we ever get paid? (laughs) No, I've been actually, like, trying to pay, like, close attention to, like, everything entering this game. And, look, I'll be honest. If Trenton Borgay was the starter for ASU in this game, I'm taking ASU. But I saw a lot of Emory Jones last season, and I'm not a big fan of his. You know, sorry, Emory, if you see this somehow. But, um, yeah, I feel like those NAU kids, they're they're definitely going to come out pissed, feeling some type of way, because it's still the same coaching staff for the most part that recruited them that, you know, or didn't pull the trigger on that offer or only wanted to give a PWO, something along those lines. So I think they'll, they'll be a bit inspired to, you know, pull off the upset. 
I think they're going to be inspired too. Tactically, it comes down to the trenches. Yes. NAU's defensive line is its strength on its defense. Its offensive line is its weakness on its offense because there's been a few players hurt. I think if they, my, uh, if they can control the trenches, I think it's a I think it's a 50-50 game. Is I Nehemiah playing D-line? D, Nehemiah plays defensive line. They've got like five, six guys that rotate in that really don't drop off that much. Um, I like Nehemiah a lot. The, yeah, Nehemiah gets a has gotten a little, a little bit more playing time recently. He plays kind of a nose guard. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they their their D tackles just they've got Marco Ching is another uh, is kind of the starter on that. But they just they they clog the gap well, uh, and then they've got great edge rushers that can um, that are a few of them are going to have to step up. But I, I think they're really talented in that way. Yeah. I think that that's going to be an interesting matchup because ASU's weakness on their defense will be their defensive line. If yeah, ASU Mike gets Matus. one, yeah, if ASU gets one injury on that defensive line at all this season, which you know, any more? You want, mean because Michael Matus is already gone? You got a point. If they get any more, it's it's going to be scary times for ASU on that D line this year. So, yeah, I mean, whoever wins yeah. that match so, they very well win this game. Yeah, NAU has two or three really solid offensive linemen, but they've just had some injuries. Um, so they've got guys who can play. It's just a question of whether uh, which ones are in there, who actually steps up, and whether they can uh, do their job in there. Yeah, I'm just excited for college football. College football officially it's starts gonna be great. Saturday. I don't care. I really don't care who's playing. I don't care if it's the FCS schools or if it's the you know, group of five schools, college football will be on my TV on Saturday, and I cannot be happier. That's all I'm I care about. And then next Saturday. Even if it's Alabama gonna, beating the Citadel by 60 points. And next week, next Saturday, it's going to be Notre Dame beating Ohio State. Miles Lockhart, our bet still stands. What's your bet? Um, If... If Notre Dame wins, I get the exclusive when he commits. And if Ohio State wins, I have to be at Basha on Monday morning, ready to write a full feature with a photo shoot on Miles, which I'm going to do anyway, but I just have to fast track it. Fair enough. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to bet the kid money. like. (laughs) But I saw He's getting awesome NIL. That's that's the awesome, yeah. Then, then tell you what, if he's getting awesome NIL, I will support him by buying his merch if he comes out with some. Just like I'm going to buy some of, uh, of uh, what is it, Robinson, right? Ty, uh, Bijan Robinson? Ty Robinson. Ty Robinson, thank Robinson. you. At Nebraska. Yeah, no, if Bijan comes out with, like, Lamborghini merch, I'm buying that too. He has, he has, uh, he has mustard. mustard. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like Dijon mustard, though. That's the only problem. Yeah, but do you like Bijan mustard? <laughs> That's spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you drinking a gallon. You just started drinking that. No, I usually drink a. I usually drink one of these a day. This is my nice. second one today. I've it's never had water before. Oh, well, oh wow! 
Just kidding. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I just, it just came out. Anyway, Jacob, good stuff, man. Uh, we appreciate you uh, you coming on. We appreciate the fact that you called dibs. Uh, in the chat, whoever's watching, the one person it looks like we have right now, at least on this that I can see. Uh, if you go in the chat and call dibs, then you can be on the show next week. Watch Jacob. Watch Jacob's going to go on there and put dibs again. Nah. Yeah, nah, y'all got... <laughs> No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think I can next week, anyways. You're, I know. I know you're. I know you're looking at like TVs or something. But literally, when you went like this, it looks like you're looking at Eric and I. It's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, did I did I not do my signature thing tonight? The did I did I not do that tonight? You the did. Thing you, um, you know you what gotta, my signature hey, thing is? You gotta say something, something that makes you do it. Oh, 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 um, Brian, uh, Valley Christian did tell me that if you do cover a game over there, they're going to break out some coleslaw for you. Sorry, Valley Christian. Looks like I'm not driving over there this season. Um, yeah, that's fair. It's not only, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's messed up. There it is. Nah, nah, they, nah, they, hey, I'm surprised they still want to talk to me after what I said on Friday, so it's all right. They didn't really say that I made Jacob, that I'm seeing the Snowflake people tomorrow. They might still be mad you didn't eat the coleslaw when they won the title. Look, I know some of the Snowflake people will see this. Look. Hey. It, you got to make some history for me to willingly eat coleslaw. They, if they, they won, won two first, in a row. Make it three. If they win the 4 you have oh, no, on. You have no ground to stand on now. You already promised it would happen. I didn't, didn't promise anything. It. I didn't promise anything. Okay, people were That's promised for you. Yeah, people were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, if I remember that correctly, I remember it was Zach and Chili on the field, definitely just egging that on. I remember looking at them with this look of "I hate you." You started. So you, you started crying. You had tears, tears of joy. Oh yeah, because I like gagged at like trying to take a bite. I like tried. I got it close. Pause. Gags of joy. Pause. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Jacob, we're gonna get you some coleslaw. I'm gonna sneak it into some of your food somehow. If you if you do that to me, Zach, <laughs> how does I, one I sneak coleslaw into anything? Yeah, how, 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 how would you eat it that? and be like, oh, this is coleslaw? It doesn't Wait, look only, like others. Jacob, have you ever had like a Nashville hot chicken sandwich? Yes, but guess what? I don't have it with. No. Yeah, I don't like pickles either. So I'm literally just shit. I'm oh, literally no. just. Now you're dead to me. No, yeah. Go to Chick Fil A. No pickles on the sandwich. Go to Monroe's or anything. No pickles on my hot chicken. Um, yeah, not a not a pickle guy. I'm very, I'm a very plain picky eater. What's the best thing you ate this guy. week, Jacob? Ooh, honestly. It was uh, tacos. I made tacos. That's what I did. I made tacos. Made extra spicy chicken tacos. They were good protein this week. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah no no pickles, no nothing. How about me? Yeah. Um, I went to – I met my parents at Zips on Tuesday. It was we should get a zip sponsor because that's been your like the best thing you ate like 10 times. Zips is really good, dude. Uh, I got, I think, I think I've said this before too. Monaco focaccia, 
Uh, it's like grilled chicken um, with like ranch and like a tortilla thing. It's really good. Anyway, yeah, that, that, I'll say that. Only because I haven't had it in a while. And I was kind of sick of eating turkey ground beef for the last week. So ground turkey, whatever you call it. Not ground beef because that's yeah, a different I animal. I know. Shut up. I have to admit something. Oh, here we go. On June 10th, there was a story that got put out. Jif Peanut Butter recalled several of its products. For Salmonella. For Salmonella. I love Jif Peanut Butter. (laughs) I love Jif Peanut Butter. Please don't tell me that you ate it anyway. And you looked at the cereal numbers. I bought the biggest thing today of Jif Peanut Butter that I could find in the store. And when I tell you, I ate the hell out of a banana peanut butter sandwich on a bagel today, and I lopped that thing off. <laughs> I don't care if I get salmonella, man. Hold on, hold on. How, how so much? Good. How much? Thick. How big? Like, I'm going to give you, I'm saying a centimeter, like, thick peanut butter, because for several weeks, almost... Uh, basically over two months. So stupid. <laughs> Jif didn't have any peanut butter products in my grocery store, and they're slowly bringing them back now. They don't even have the kind I like, and I'm so I'm so dedicated to Jif peanut butter that I just threw that stuff on there today. I think I ate like 600 calories of peanut butter on this. Is sandwich. there really I'm not a difference? Is there a difference between Jif and Skippy? Yes. Try them. One will make you have an existential crisis because you're like, why am I eating Skippy peanut butter? And I love Skippy peanut butter. No, you don't. I love, I Nobody do. Hold on, I hold on. Here, here's, here's the real question, though. Do you like your peanut butter creamy or crunchy? My favorite peanut butter ever is the GIFs low fat, and I don't care about the fat content. I just like the taste of it better. But if I'm going just straight peanut butter without the without that extra, I'm going crunchy every time. Today they didn't have it though because they still have salmonella and all the crunchy stuff, <laughs> so they didn't have it available. <laughs> well, so if Eric I loves die peanut from butter. salmonella in the next week, we'll know why. On his, on his, he's gonna be in the press box at ASU when it finally hits him. That's no on, and and on his gravestone, it's gonna say, "I did it for Jiff." It was worth it, (laughs) or I did it for Jiffy or whatever. Oh my! (laughs) (laughs) So now you guys know. Oh man, I just I can't. (laughs) I ate. The mess out of that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he's using hand motions to describe the size of the peanut butter he put oh, on. I was it. laughing too. Like, I didn't see that part. I got to watch was it. just like, I put this much, like a centimeter thing. I put all that in there. He's sitting there and, just like, yes. <laughs> yes. That's not, that's not honestly that wrong. Like, it's a little bit exaggerated, but not as much as you would think. Your dog is sitting there begging. You're like, none for you. This is mine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you could just, uh, you could, 
You can just imagine Eric with his shopping cart going down the aisle, just minding his business. And then he just does like a, yeah, he just does a slow, like dramatic turn. He's just like, (laughs) hello, let's call it the last seven, eight eight times I've been to the grocery store. I walk down the peanut butter aisle just to see if the products have come back yet. And like, I don't care. You know, people were skeptical about the vaccine. I was more careful about COVID than I am about this stupid salmonella. <laughs> if it means I get my Jiffy, I'm in it. If, if I get my Jiff peanut butter, not even the good kind of Jiff peanut butter. I'm I'm risking my health for like the mediocre kind of Jiff peanut butter. What's the difference? I just told you one's good and one's great. <laughs> which one is good and which one is great? The oh, the fat, crunchy? The reduced oh. fat is the best peanut butter you will ever have. Really? Yeah. Easily. Beats any oh. $20 jar of peanut butter you're going to have. The consistency's great. It's not too sweet. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. <laughs> where the, <laughs> where the hell are you buying $20 peanut butter? I don't butter? buy Who them. Who the but- Oh, I bet you could find a $20 jar of peanut butter at Whole Foods or That peanut butter makes better make the sandwich itself then if it's 20 bucks. That peanut That's butter the, better have bread, uh jelly, you know, all things included. Like, and not just bread. I agree potato with you. Bread. It's not even the as good style. as the regular Jif reduced fat peanut butter in the green the green label around Jif. Red top. Hold up. So I was at work. Uh, I was at work earlier today. We have that, Eric. If you want to, you don't have the reduced fat kind. It hasn't come out yet. Are you sure about that? Yeah, green I would label, have had, I would have eaten so many jars of that thing because I've been longing for it for months. So at least not in Flagstaff. Eric, not, are you, you gonna, like Eric? You, Eric, you might get a picture of that like to wake up to because I work at like five in the morning. You might I wake hope, up to a picture. I of hope that. I do. I'll wake up really happy. Eric, are you like Ted Lasso, where when you get your peanut butter, you just leave it on the counter and just walk by and go? I don't do that because I respect the food too much. <laughs> I respect peanut butter too much to eat it like a savage. I will say peanut butter is great, but I don't, I don't, you know, discriminate against the types. You should. No, I, I I agree with Eric on that. I'm too picky what? about peanut butter. It has. Excuse me, I, I'm a crunchy peanut butter guy. Okay, Got I meant crunch. like brands. Brands. Oh, you man, should also discriminate. Eric, that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Eric, but like, can we wait? Man. Can we agree on one thing? Actually, really quick. Nope. The worst thing ever invented was that one squeeze bottle that had both the peanut butter and jelly inside of it. Oh, that the was worst nasty. thing ever. Worst thing ever. What was Big crazy wine. was it was more expensive than either one of them. And so you weren't even like, you weren't getting a deal out of it. No, but people people were so lazy. They thought, oh, well, I, I don't have to do anything. This does it all for me. They, okay. no, there's a specific ratio of how you have to do it. There's a Yeah, a lot of peanut butter and a little bit of jelly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best peanut butter and jelly sandwich ever. Uncrustables. Bro, oh, Uncrustables man. sucks. It's so bad. Bro, make your own sandwich. Get him out of here. Get him out yep, of here. He's out. No, no, Zach. That, I can't. No, that just that irritated me. That just sent me. 
Uncrustables, man, that is that's a that's a elementary lunch staple. That's that's peanut a, butter and uncrustables is trash. You don't you don't get the uncrustable for you get the uncrustable. It's the experience of the uncrustable. It's it's the memories you have with the uncrustable, man. Sports, you know, post game, pre game kind of thing, you know, you no know, lunch, school time lunches, you no. Know, you come home, you need a snack, you need something to eat, man. Uncrustables was by your side, Eric. They were by your face. side. Look at his face. You guys have known me for a while. I don't get worked up on debates on almost anything. Like, Zach, how many times have I ever gotten worked up in a debate with you? Besides Sister Jean, that might be the only other thing I feel passionately about. You mean the I'm best? You mean the best sister? The best sister, sister Jean? S don't even get me started. I bet, I bet Sister Jean likes Skippy. Yeah, I bet she does. She also likes a mediocre basketball team and makes it all about herself. Oh, my herself. God. <laughs> she also likes to take the spotlight and give basketball analysis when all she is is a freaking chaplain. No one, Sister no one, Jean. She's a chaplain. She's not a basketball coach. That's like taking just any old person in the stand and being like, hey, you're sort of a religious figure. What do you think the basketball team should do? Should I just get my dad to talk about what Marquette should do in the NCAA tournament? He's an old guy with gray hair. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it would have worked. Maybe they would have lost by 30 to uh, North Carolina. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, maybe they would have lost by 25 and people would have put him on ESPN and his stupid smiling face. The point is, there are not that many things I feel that passionately to debate about. Uncrustables is bad and Jif Peanut Butter is the best. I'm trying to think. Hold up. I'm trying to think. Nah, never mind. I, like, I really thought for a second if Loyola played Marquette during that run, he's just salty that an old grandma was on the screen instead of his team. No, I don't think Marquette was good enough back then. Yeah, they didn't They didn't play. That's the – No, I don't, I don't care. I, I mean, I went to Marquette, so I enjoy them fine. But Sister Jean could have beat – like, Loyola could have beaten a team of convicts that were all just terrible people, and I still I would have rooted for like a team of murderers <laughs> over Loyola in that tournament. They could have been like, uh, you know, three days away from the death penalty, and I would have rooted for them to win. I hate Sister Jean. Oh my god. All right, let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> you guys have got me worked up. <laughs> Catholic Eric versus comics. Eric Eric is gonna go indulge like if himself. There was, if 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 there was the University of Puppy Kickers, I would root for them over Loyola. <laughs> 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 All right, I gotta put an end to this. What? Uh, <laughs> like their mascot is a dog; they just kick the heck out of every time. 
I don't endorse that. I think that's a terrible thing, but I would root for them over the freaking There's... Loyola of Chicago. There is something seriously wrong with you. <laughs> yes, probably. What did this? Oh my! I don't know. I, I got to put it schedule it. against Butler or Georgia or anything like that because <laughs> because it's the Bulldogs. They have they have, they have PETA anti basketball rallies before. <laughs> what? You're so stupid. <laughs> All right, Jacob, we appreciate you. Thank you. I got to end this before it gets even worse. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you, man. Uh, keep up the good work. In all seriousness, you're doing a great job. Uh, we all appreciate you. And yes. I will try to remember to do my Ocho rankings for you every week. Hey, Sorry, hey, I, I forget. Hey, don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody, make sure you go on the forums. Subscribe to the forums yes. on the website. See everybody's yes. Ocho rankings. And Cody Williams beats Mikey Williams 10 times out of 10. All right. Ooh. See what I did there? The timing of it. Was that a it. fake mic drop? Yeah, the timing of it. I should have just. Yeah. I, could, I don't want to pick this up. It'll probably be loud. Yeah, it would sound really bad to the listening audience if you I actually know. dropped your mic. <laughs> could you imagine? Um, all right, Eric. Well, <laughs> thank you for providing great entertainment for the last 20 minutes. Um, I have a lot of material to to do or to look at for the little snippet intro that I always put in. Um, so, um, yeah, I, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at Zach Ovira, at Newman Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona University. Um, a lot of fun action starting up with the fall sports. We've got uh, 3A, 2A, 1A games on Friday, and then we've got um all the big schools and every other sport starting up next week as well uh hamilton on tuesday the hamilton appeal queen creek appeal also on tuesday i'll be there to try to update everybody on that in the meantime this is so long for now we will see you all next week please don't kick puppies i was joking (laughs) 